Pickaxe. The sun rises on horizon. With it, a new day begins. For most people, it continues as normal. They still have businesses to run, families to feed, but across horizon, across many other cities, across Erois, one conversation dominates. People talk about the message. The message from a legendary, a mythical figure of Erois's past. The threat of war the decisions, the morality around those decisions, and ultimately what is best for them and the best for Rois. Nowhere is this conversation more important than in within the great halls of the Citadel of the Reborn, a tall, white-stoned building tipped with brass and gold like flames rising up. Five great archways extend over the rest of the Sky City out from the Citadel, down onto the city below and from each of them troops amass in their red and gold armor and surround the main central chamber where our party is once again brought to speak with the various leaders of Aroes. is there anything before you guys are brought down into the actual council uh discussion that you wish to do hmm i like to put on full we- spell proof and physical proof armor that covers my Do you own body. such a thing? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to ignore everything Chris Rogers said. Uh, I'm going to assume no. In which case, you return to the large circular council chamber with a large circular uh, table uh, and find that several of its seats are now empty. It appears that the ambassadors from Vortensar are not in attendance. Neither is Vicerine Galilea of the Commonwealth of Gisela, nor is uh, the Starcaller Navarine. Uh, what? Aww. Well, Aww. you are informed. Well, you are informed that Starcaller Navarine is not attending because she has become unwell. Um, it seems that in her in her advanced age, with the revelations about the Titans and Callus's proclamation. Uh, She has basically fallen uh, kind of very unwell. Uh, She does not seem to really be composed enough to be part of these discussions. Um, I killed her. We broke an old lady. Yeah, you know those dogs that you worship? Not really gods though, are they? I'm a murderer. (laughs) You're not a murderer. She's unwell. Uh, She is unwell. I'm a spiritual murderer. That's worse. Maybe. We just told her the truth. So her whole life just crumbled. But it was, to be fair. Really did. To be fair, it was the very start of a very important meeting, and he just went, Your God's not real. So. (laughs) None of your gods are real, lol. I mean, they want to hear it. They need to hear it. (laughs) Nice. That was the sound of her hitting the floor when that meeting concluded. Uh, That was heartbreaking. Every one of us did. That's that's the sound of everyone in the the high roller fandom hitting the ground when Macaulay Culkins. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The chamber is kept at a moderate temperature, magically, you assume, and there are still guards and mages that patrol the perimeter of the actual chamber. 
But Danica calls to attention. She kind of slaps her hands together and a great kind of like burst of flame erupts around the, the, the domed ceiling. Well, it appears that several of our representatives have decided they no longer had anything they wished to say. As I did promise them, I would not keep them here as prisoners. They've returned to their home countries. So, that leaves those of us who remain as at least willing to discuss the matters that were revealed yesterday. I believe that... It's best to address a couple of things. Draconis Militarum. I know that you are unhappy with my decision to allow these individuals to leave. Keep in mind that my city has always espoused freedom. I am not going to keep people here a prisoner simply because they made a decision that we disagree with. Not until a formal alliance is agreed and rules and orders are put in place to make sure that any such traitorous behavior is punished. Do you accept that these, this was my decision? You see the two dragons in their humanoid forms. Uh, General Nathiral, uh, this kind of elderly, uh, copper-haired, uh, sorry, brassy-haired, um, moustached, older, general-looking type. Next to him is a tall woman with long blue hair um, and lightning blue eyes. Uh, they just nod their head in a kind of angry... Uh, less an agreement and more of a kind of like it's your city fair enough kind of uh, response um, Amadrasos the more diplomatic the copper dragon of the two we understand Lady Danica's position as a neutral party in this summit the Draconis Militarum does wish to state that tactically allowing these individuals to return to their worlds or to their cities uh is dangerous, given the information that they have collected. You have put us at a disadvantage, Lady Danica. We hope that you understand the gravity of this. Danica holds up a hand. I believe that these individuals take no more knowledge than what they already possessed. I do not believe we have given them any major advantages over us, but your concern is noted, Ambassador Amadrasos. I believe that there is one more important factor that should be raised. Yesterday... Myself, the crew of the Storm Chaser, and Sky Prince Aradan met to discuss the events that had taken place. I believe that the three of us, the three groups of us, have agreed to stand against Callus Valkyrian. Chiefly on information provided to me by Kilek Adkolar. Kilek, have you made a decision on whether you wish to reveal this information to the rest of the representatives? I have, and I believe we might have a way for this information to be shared and you all to be convinced by it too. Not that we are just telling you honeyed lies to get you on side. A zone of truth? On me. She nods, um, but you begin to hear kind of murmurings uh, amongst everybody else. Um... The uh, the Duke of Hiljaden, Duke Rogrick. How do we know that... Uh, I am familiar with the spell, uh, Zone of Truth. It convinces an individual to speak what they believe to be true, but 
whatever information you have, are we sure that this is not uh, a trick? Uh, we have seen that this Valkyrian is, is capable of immense magic, but we know that you yourself, Storm Chaser, that Danica is capable of powerful magics as well. Uh, do we have any guarantee that what you say is... Well, how do we know that it is exactly truth, that it represents whatever you're going to tell us? I will give you exact details. I will not avoid any questions you have. And if you wish, have someone from your own continent cast a spell it, on it is, it is less that I believe that you would uh, find a way to bypass the uh, spell's nature. Correct me if I'm wrong. You are forced to tell the truth as you know it. What if the information you have is misguided? You would be telling us what you believe to be true. But how do we know that that is the truth? That that is what is whatever you're going to tell us. It is not a zone which makes the truth happen. It is a zone that convinces a person to speak what they believe to be true. I will give you... You can cast it on all of us, and I'm pretty sure that every single one of us would tell you the same thing. But that, that still takes the same point. Whether you all believe it, whether Quill believes it, 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 is, it is still flawed by a, a person. It is still a person's idea of what the truth is. And I trust that whatever information you have, I do not know the nature of it, but if this has all come from the champion of Hesper, if he has told you, then yes, it would be the same that he would tell us. That does not make it true. I would still hear it, but... Be cautious that one single spell, a relatively low-powered spell, I might add, will not... It does not guarantee that everything you say is fact. It convinces me that you believe it, Kilek Adkola. Well, we hope that our words through this spell are at least as factual and enough to sway you as Starbane's was, based on words. I am willing to listen. I am willing to listen. Okay. Sure. So yeah, uh, you have somebody come over. Um, It would probably be Danica's own people, um, uh, just because I think they all trust Danica at this point uh, to to be a fair representative, given how she treated the Viserine of Giselle and the two ambassadors from Vortensar. Uh, she seems to be sticking to her rules, so they allow one of Danica's mages to come over. They cast Zone of Truth on you. Do you resist it? Hell yeah, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, the mage turns. The ritual is complete. I do believe Master Kilek to be under the influence of this spell. It will compel him to speak the truth as he knows it. He just nods his head. Would any of you like to ask any questions, or shall I just speak? Mm, that's an interesting question. Quill's mom speaks I up. Think... So why didn't you message me? <laughs> no, she's uh, she's being kept very busy. Uh, she's constantly kind of like sending people back and forward out of the chamber with uh, messages and notes. She's kind of taking a back seat to the discussions. Um, an ember elf uh, who you have met. Uh, this is Sumar Zemix Elodovian, the Grand Strategist is his title. Um, you met him before. He's one of the dignitaries here. He represents the continent of Zephena. Um, of Zephen. 
he looks to you. Yes, before you tell us what you wish to tell us, Mr. Kilag, this information, this new information that you have, has it changed your mind on whether to agree with Callus or not? Has this Absolutely been a deciding not. factor in your decision? Interesting. No, I never wanted to join Starbane. Mm. His Very well. message was convincing, but not enough to convince me, not after what we've been through. A second question, if I may. This information, how did you come about it? Before you tell us what it is. In the lands of Mirska, shortly after we were teleported by Starbane, shortly after he killed Sentry, I met a very similar fate at the hands of Hadar, or a Hadar touch. Is that just Quill misremembering? Because he didn't kill Sentry. Sentry died no, in the Yeah, the yeah sorry, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, uh, I'm just checking that like Quill's actively telling it as he knows it. So y- you would say something like, when Sentry fell and Starbane teleported us, rather than he killed yeah, Sentry, because yeah, yeah. he didn't. Okay. Yeah, uh, my bad. Um, Sorry, it's just misremembering. I was sent beyond the cradle and thankfully resurrected in Gusthaven by my allies, Storm Chasers. <clears throat> Upon returning, Hesper gifted me with a Storm Eye. This thing, actually. Uh, it allows me to ask very particular questions and get the truth in response. It has helped us many times and we've discovered many interesting facts from this. Very powerful tool. You say it tells you the truth of things. How do you know that what it shows you is true? Where does this power come from? Is this Hesper's power? I'm pretty sure it's Hesper's, but there's a part of me that remembers it being Siaska's now. (laughs) There you go. That's what you know. Ah, uh, crap. I can't remember exactly when he gave it to me. Uh, I mean, I'll correct you, like, but you're right in that it's it's Hesper's power is Siaska's power, so technically it's from Siaska, technically. Yeah. Hesper gifted me the but eye. It's through Hesper, yeah. It was through Hesper that I got this power. Um, but regardless, I've used this eye, we've used this eye to get to the very bottom of many different situations and the answers it gave us turned out to be true turned out to be fact Mm. we discovered them to be so from our own investigations every time I've used it it's given the truth and yesterday I used it and I have no reason to believe it's not the truth from what we know of the world engine from what we know of Hadar from what we know of Starbane there's no reason to not believe it this time And what we know is that, and you may know this, Eroes is generated, powered by a Genesis relic, the World Engine. Basically created Eroes, much like it did Alfheim. The moment the World Engine is removed, the planet's removed, essentially, destroyed. And that's what I saw. Starbane takes this World Engine in hopes of feeding it to Hadar too much power for him to consume and that would destroy Hadar. That is not the case. Not the case at all. Eroes is destroyed. Hadar grows exponentially. There's... Out of his confines and 
to take over everything. Reality as we know it will be consumed by Hadar. It doesn't destroy him. It makes him stronger than ever. Murmurings all around, the dragonborn kind of clenching their fists, their claws. <clears throat> as definitely worried looks. Um, Sumar looks at you with more of a kind of inquisitive mind. So this eye, you can ask it questions of the future. You can ask it things that have not yet occurred. I can. Not all the time. And annoyingly, not now. In a few days, yes. But not right now. Hmm. I believe you. Masakilik. Uh, the spell is active. You believe what you are saying to be true. Now, there is... I hate to be... I hate to play the middleman. There are possibilities at work here. One, the visions that you are shown are... Uh, guesses by Hesper, perhaps. They are perhaps influenced by Hesper or Siaska. Well, they would, he would say Hesper, because as far as they're all aware, Siaska is dead. Um, is influenced by Hesper, an enemy of Callus. It seems likely that he may wish to dissuade you from anything that may support his argument, but another factor, perhaps, to consider. A man who can see the future. He sees his own death. He spends the rest of his life doing everything he can to avoid that death. Now, there are many possibilities. One, his fate is assured. There is no way for him to avoid the death he has foreseen, no matter how hard he tries, and so he still dies at the end of it. We are bound by destiny, by fate, whatever you wish to call it. The other, by knowing of his death... He has changed the future, and now that death no longer exists. The future that he has seen is no longer possible. We stand at a crossroads. Either what you have seen will come to pass no matter what this council decides, or by telling us of what you have seen, you have already changed it, so this future will not happen. Hopefully, I imagine... Life as we know it to be one single string up until the point that we're at now. Anything beyond now, there's thousands and thousands of different threads playing out across the universe, different endings. I simply ask assumption. what would happen if Starbane wins. If Starbane gets the world engine, what will happen? Ah, but that is my question. You have asked this scenario. What happens if, if Callus acquires the world engine and uses it against this being Hadar? But... Now we know that this will not work. Now the future is undetermined. What if, by allying with Callus, we are now able to convince him not to use the world engine in this way? What if that is the path forward that we must take? What if that knowledge is the thing that unlocks a new future for us to follow? And I say this not because I have made my decision, not because I seek to to counteract what gifts you have been given. I am a man of logic and a man of strategy. I am trying to understand all of the possibilities before us. Is it possible, Kilek Adkula, that by telling us this, that future you have seen can be changed? I don't say this under the influence of the zone of truth, but you and everyone in this room are nothing to Starbane. He will not listen to you. He doesn't need to. 
he has a goal. It's to destroy Hadar. Whether mm. he is convinced by Hadar himself, maybe he's Hadar touched himself, we don't know. Either way, mm. you can't convince him because he won't listen to you. But that is only your opinion. Not a gift all that you our... have been seen, not a future that you have been shown. That is my opinion. Without the help, without the help of Hesper, the journey we've taken. Thank you. Thank you, Keelik. I please understand. I do not ask this to be rude or to try and uh, diminish your great accomplishments. I have utmost respect for you and the Stormcrazes. But I must have all the facts before I am able to decide what I wish to do next. I appreciate the approach and welcome the questions. General General Nathiral of the Dragonborn slams a big claw on the table. Well, I've heard enough. It is clear that Callus is either mad or corrupted by the very thing he fights against. We know where the Draconis Militarum stands. Danica, call to under... I want to know where everybody at this table stands now. The Draconis Militarum stands with Horizon, with Gusthaven, and with the crew of the Storm Chaser against Callus Valkyrian. We will never bow to that tyrant. We will never yield another world to him. Danica kind of looks at you guys to see, like, uh, okay, I will call for the rest. Uh, uh, Okay. She's like, well, I believe that our general has made the request quite clear. Those of you who are still gathered here, we should understand where we all stand. With this information presented by Champion Kilek, Callus's plan will not work. Or so the champion believes, based on his gift of foresight. But we still have a decision to make, a war still to fight. Where do you stand? She looks. Sky Prince Aradan stands up, stood next, sat next to Lucius, he stands up. I have known the crew of the Storm Chaser. They have saved my city and me. And if they stand against Callus, I believe it is the duty of all those, all of us, children of Siaska, to do the same. She stood against him once. We must stand against him again. Gusthaven stands with Horizon, the Draconis Militarum, and the Storm Chaser. King Telvin, King Telvin Rooksilver, who is the uh, monarch of Savona. I... I don't wish to be... I am undecided. My advisors, and he can see he glances to his left and to his right where two dwarves sit. Uh, one, Dalinor Brassworn, who represents Goldthrone and the surrounding area of Rooksfield. And then uh, Bloodlord Uriena Vashten, who represents um, uh, the Bloodvale, the lands of Bloodvale. He looks to either side. My advisors, who represent the majority of my people, are conflicted. For now, Savona must remain undecided until this matter can be settled domestically. He just nods his head. And you can see that already, as soon as he sits down, the two dwarves are, like, trying to, like, speak to him, and he's, he's just, like, like quieting them. <clears throat> uh, Duke Rogrick of uh, the Duchy of Hill Jaden. I'm afraid that, uh, as of now, faced with a war, 
faced with these impossible odds and given the questions that the grand strategist has asked, I am not sure I can align myself with what I believe to be a doomed, a lost war. I have to think of my people. Perhaps this callous, perhaps the future that has been seen is uncertain. Perhaps it is a trick. But even if it is not, we will all be killed by Callus anyway. I must stand with him. You see the dragonborn kind of glare at this this guy. Uh, Sentry like stiffen up in the chair and like just bristles <laughs> like gets like angry. Yeah. Um, to kind of ease Sentry uh, a little bit. Uh, this kind of ragtag-looking druid. You met him before, only briefly. Uh, Shepherd Parrick. He represents the Council of Shepherds of Mearskir, the druids that lead the lands of Mearskir. join us. <laughs> he stands up. I... I do not know much. The land itself is confused. Many problems plague arose. But I know one thing. The crew of the Storm Chaser came to Mirsky's aid when no one else did. They ended the storm that no one could end. They freed a powerful being within our lands. Whether it is our doom, whether it is in futility, we must stand for the earth, for the land of Aroes itself. If Callus takes this world engine and destroys our home, the beliefs of the druids, the beliefs of the shepherds, the people of Mirskir will not be the same. We stand with the Storm Chaser. Nods his head. Sits back down. Hell yeah. My boy. Uh, Morgane Frostblessed, champion of the Telethdu, the Ail Seraph Wild Elves, stands up. In Elvish, because she doesn't speak common. Uh, well, the wild elves don't back down from a fight. Whoever this callous thinks he is, we'll fight him. She just sits back down. <laughs> sword, sword. <laughs> uh, the three orcish admirals, uh, the tide kings of the archipelagos, they're called Admiral Suntusk, Admiral Stormeye, and Admiral Goodwind. They stand, look amongst each other. For now, the Tide Kings of the Archipelagos are unaligned. We have to go back, speak with our people. This offer by Valkyrian is quite good. You can see the other one, one of the other ones, uh, Admiral Suntas kind of glances and kind of looks at him warily. But we can't make this decision before we speak, not to our fleets. For now, we are unaligned. They sit back down. The wolf pack, uh, uh, sorry, not the wolf pack, the council of beast folk, warren keeper Nana Greytail, pack master Hagen Greycloud, and uh, grove maiden Maya Dewstorm all stand together. Uh, 
Maya Dustorm, you've never you've never spoken to her yet. She's this kind of uh, woman with these elk-like features, kind of like deer pattern skin, um, big horns, uh, kind of stretched forward. She stands up, um, but she doesn't speak. She uses kind of a series of hand gestures and uh, different colored flowers grow on her hands when she does them. Uh, and the uh, rabbit folk speaker, Nana Greytail, translates for her. The beast folk of Aroes have too many concerns of their own. We would like to speak with the crew of the Storm Chaser in private to discuss a matter of importance to the beast folk. When this is done, perhaps then we can make our decision. Dewstorm just bows her head and sits back down. And then last, but by no means least, Sumar Zemix of the continent of Zifen, another one of the kind of similar to the continent of Giselle. It's one of the larger continents on Aroes, represents quite a substantial uh, amount of cities and forces. <clears throat> ah, and so it falls to me to be the last. I am very grateful to you, Storm Chaser, to you, Champion. The information you have provided, both in data and here in this council, is invaluable. I did not sleep. Instead, I spent my evening calculating, plotting. I can come to only one conclusion. As things stand, the odds against Erois are too great. I am a strategist. I am a game player. I look at this board, and we are without knights, without bishops, without queens. It is a losing battle. We have no strategy. Even now, Eroes itself is splintered, faction. And even if, even if, Champion Kelex's vision is true, we face either annihilation in war or annihilation by Hadar. But at least I feel, with Hadar, we may be bought time. We may be able to convince Callus to change his plans, to use this world engine in a new way. We may have options that I do not see us having now. For now, I must ally myself with Starbane. He sits back now. You get a message. Mm. All of you in your heads, you hear a message from uh, the Grand Strategist. Uh, it's very faint, but you do just hear a very subtle uh, kind of thing in your mind. A player who does not wish to lose everything knows when to fold, when to double down, and when to change table when their odds are improved. And then he just nods at all of you. Uh. Danica stands. Storm Chasers, do you have anything to add? The representatives have spoken much. But if there is anything you wish to say, I believe now is the best time. Oh, man. Anyone else? <laughs> As everyone is silent, the Sky Prince kind of jots back. He, like, holds his head. He kind of stumbles for a moment in his chair. He seems to be getting some sort of message. Shortly thereafter, 
Lucius, uh, all of you, in fact, all receive the same message from Moonstar. Gusthaven is being attacked. They've come out of nowhere and are attacking our Ethereum refineries. We require immediate aid now. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck. If, if that's everything, yeah. uh, Danica, I, I, it would be prudent for us to call the meeting here. Sky Prince looks up. We need to just tell them, Lucius. There is a, an attack. We must leave now, Danica. Uh, Danica sort of sees the seriousness in all of your faces, nods. Uh, you see all of the other members kind of like looking around. She gestures. Uh, Those of you who did not ally with Horizon and the Storm Chasers, I suggest you return now to your people, to your cities. Go where you wish. And then she gestures and guards basically start escorting. Anybody who didn't agree with you guys is being kind of like heavy-armed, you know, pulled out of the chambers, uh, leaving yourself with those who did ally with you, primarily the Dragonborn, the Shepherds, um... Uh, the Elsa, the wild elves from Elsa Raff, uh, pretty much all kind of stick around. Everybody else is is dragged away. Um, Danica as, as looks being, over. As, yes, as they're being dragged away, can mm-hmm. can I like say like this, this, this is they're your kind chance? Of being like, you like, should leave. <laughs> yeah, but this is your chance to see what Starbane is doing. This is your chance. If you are not aligned now, come with us and see for yourselves what is going to happen in a year's time if we do not fight for our home. This is your chance. Join us now. Make a persuasion check for me, please, Sentry. <gasps> What's your persuasion skill like out of interest? Plus so eight. Bad, I don't think. 24. Plus eight. Plus eight. Yeah, she's a paladin. <laughs> High charisma, don't forget, and, and skill training. Century's a leader. Nice. Of course she's going to have good persuasion. Nice. Um, I don't think any of them are going to come with you, but you see doubt. You see King Telvin of Rooksilver. You see uh, the Grand Strategist as well. You see um, Duke Rogrick. You see them all waver. Um the beast folk hold up their hands as they're kind of being told to leave uh hagen the wolf the 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 wolf uh folk uh gentlemen we will remain we wish to speak with the crew of the storm chaser once this attack is resolved it may be that chances are we may decide to align but we ask that we be given permission to remain in horizon until this attack is resolved the others kind of look around King Telvin looks, I'm sorry, Sentry, I, I'm i sure that there will be something to see, but uh, I must, I have to think of my people. Uh, and he's being kind of escorted away by his two advisors. But you definitely see that your words reached him. Just in this moment, it's too much for him to agree right now. But something's changed. Um, we'll be in touch when we have more intel and a solid plan. The Grand Strategist, when you say that, Ayla, when you say a solid plan, uh, he just kind of looks around. A solid plan would be a very good start. And then he just holds his hands up and lets himself be escorted out of the room. Uh, Danica, once they're kind of mostly gone, Danica turns around. Aradan, Stormchasers, what is happening? Is this on Gusthaven? Is Gusthaven being attacked? Yes. An urgent message came through to us. All right. Someone is taking the Ethereum mines... Very well. 
I can teleport the six of you and two others. I can send you now without having to rely on the teleportation circles, but the rest of my forces, we can begin moving the ship, we can begin moving the city and sending out airships, but I believe that I can send the six of you and you will be the best chance the city has, the best reinforcements we can send. I can send two others. I look you around. have, yeah, well, around you have uh, Morgan's Frostblessed of the Wild Elf, who seems to be a warrior. You have the dragons, uh, both generals and Amadrasos are here. Uh, you have the, the dragons, you have the please, shepherds. guys. <laughs> if, you, if you, like, they're looking at you like, what are you going to do? Like, who are you going to ask for help here? Um, who do you want to ask? Dragons. I mean, they are dragons. Yeah. They're dragons. They're That's really useful right <laughs> now. Ask them. They're dragon born. We I don't mean, know but, how good they actually no, are. These are the, no, no, Tom, they're these dragons. are dragons. They're these dragons. are dragons. Oh, they're dragons. 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 Yeah. Well, so, do you ask him? You tell me. Well, how do you ask him? <laughs> they're waiting to be asked. <laughs> Someone? Yeah. We need strong allies. Come with us. Let's fight for Aros. It starts here. Today. You see the taller female uh, dragon in humanoid form, the one with the long blue hair. She puts a, a hand on the shoulder of the elder general, General Nathiral. <clears throat> you should return to the Vivex. Explain to them what is happening. Make sure that we have our strategy I will go with the storm chasers. You see him kind of like, oh, we couldn't both go. No offense, my old friend. You are not much of a brawler. You're a strategist. I, on the other hand, and she stands up to her full like seven, eight, like seven, eight height. And she just cracks her muscles in her neck. And you see like these big bulging muscles. Her long blue hair begins crackling with lightning. I, on the other hand, it's been many a, many a century since I've had a chance to fight. I would relish the opportunity to come with you. Thank you. You'll do. <laughs> uh, there is room for one more, if you wish. Uh, Shepard Parrick is like, I can come. I have great healing abilities. I can command the elements. But if you wish another warrior, Miss Frostblessed of the Wild Elves, I think perhaps would be more suitable. And she's just like, she's like nodding like, yeah, I'll come fight. <laughs> <laughs> fighting. I like fighting. Or if you have your own allies in the city, I can have them brought to you if necessary. I sadly cannot come with you. I have to ensure Horizon is safe. If they attack here whilst you are gone, I wish to make sure that the city is protected. It was pretty good. Because I ain't doing it. Storm blast. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. That pretty good. All right. Uh, the shepherd is just like, perhaps my healing abilities will be more useful. And he kind of steps forward. So, uh, and the dragon who's coming with you, her name is General uh, Phaelissa Tharas, or Phaelissa uh, is uh, how she goes by, Phaelissa. Uh, she steps mm -hmm. up beside you, uh, along with Shepherd Parrick. Danica basically stands up, and you watch as the whole table and all the chairs just sink into the floor, like they meld into the stone, leaving the space big and open. She steps into the middle, and you can already begin to see flames and golden energy kind of coalescing around her. Go on over. Uh, your hand well, this up. whole time while everyone's deciding 
Nova's been writing a very hurried message. She yeets it at Rain, who's probably in the corner somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah Rain says, please give, that, please give that to my family. Uh, tell them I'll be back. Ask them to stay. Ask the professor to stay. Um, I'll, I'll be back. Of course. Of course. We'll keep them protected until you return. Hopefully, once this attack is resolved, return here to Horizon, or Horizon will come to you. Uh, and he just nods his head. And he... you. There's a genuineness when he takes that letter. Like, he understands how important this is. Um, and yeah, as, as you're doing that, uh, Danica kind of steps into the middle, and you can now see she's just covered in, like, this orange flame. Quickly, get around me. Stand around in a circle around me, and whatever you do, don't flinch. And you can see that she's containing, like, this power that's, like, burning through her body, like golden kind of crimson veins through her arms. <sighs> as she gestures for you guys to come stand around her, basically. Yeah, do that as quick nice. as we can. Absolutely. Cool. As you get in position, she just looks up one more time. <laughs> Don't die. We need you here. Finish this and come back. And she slams the floor, uh, like, with her fit, like her foot. She kind of, like, stomps down, and this kind of just gout of flame erupts, and it kind of drifts up around you, forming, like, a globe, and then, like, flames being snuffed out you are pulled away you feel that familiar sensation of your bodies being lurched through time and space and you appear in a great explosion the fire gone from this bright red and orange to a kind of golden crimson as it just trails off around you as you stand before the great citadel on the teleportation circle of Gusthaven um it's already you can already begin to hear the sounds you can hear screams you can hear cries you can hear the clashing of metal and steel uh, Aridan and the others all kind of like come to you with you you see a shape fly over the city overhead what appears to be almost a giant dragon but this is made of metal and steel and crystal all fused together to create this great dragon-like shape uh it fires a beam of intense light and heat out of its mouth cutting through several buildings before flying off you can hear there are more of them elsewhere in the city um when you arrive several mages uh who seem to be protecting the teleportation circle they're ushering in when you arrive there's like a startled group of of uh citizens who it looks like they were using this as a way to escape the city kind of a you know startled as these mages are like hold 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 sky prince you've you've returned uh we sent word for you he's just like yes yes what is happening uh he turns he's just like ah they attacked out of nowhere, Your Majesty. Uh, they just seem to fold out of space itself. These these great draconic beings, but there are there are others with them. Soldiers. Uh, they possess unusual qualities. Their bodies are are like mixes of of things that we've never seen before, uh, like some sort of organic experiment. Um, what? Where are they attacking? Uh, they've attacked in primarily three locations in the city. The city center, the docks, uh, and the Ethereum refinery, sir. We, we don't have the forces to hold them all off. Uh, what do you wish us to do? At this point, Aradan turns to the rest of you. <sighs> Storm chasers. Uh, I can lead my guards and my mages to uh, one of these sites, but I, I don't think we have the manpower to take on all three if there are more of those things flying around. Can I leave this? What should I do? What should we do? We could, um, we could get to Thalia, we could get her spaceship out, that could be, the Twin Star could be useful as air support. Um, 
along with Fail... Fail... Just... Failissa. Failissa, What have you decided? I think my... And she kind of, like, begins stretching her muscles and, like, you know, you know, almost like getting ready for a fight. I will take to the skies. These imitations are nothing. I will try and deal with as many of them as possible. Good luck. And she just kind of steps back. She finds, like, an open space in the plaza and then just her clothing rips as one arm becomes a giant blue claw the next and then like her whole body shifts as she becomes a colossal blue dragon good luck storm chasers I hope that this is the beginning of a great alliance she takes off into the air chasing after one of these metallic dragons it's just this blast of lightning out of her mouth and she you know turns chasing one of them off uh, away so lucky she's on our side yeah. so lucky sorry about the pseudo dragon <laughs> <laughs> the shepherd really who is with you apologize for that it seems that there are many wounded I, I can go to where the citizens are most and try and uh, protect as many of them as I can I may be able to buy you some time uh, I am not incredibly powerful but perhaps I can shield them using the, the earth or the stones themselves I could perhaps buy you some time. Wherever you wish to go, perhaps it would be best served if I go elsewhere. Mm. Good idea. Lucius, where's Moonstar? Let's find Moonstar. I thought Give she was with up. us in Horizon. Alas. No, she had actually... It seems, it seems that she had left to come back to Gusthaven. Can you message her, Quill? I can try. Sure. Uh, message... Well... I, I guess I can try a message if she's within 120 Message feet doesn't work. Message doesn't yeah. work. In that case, I'll do a sending uh, and, yeah, ask Moonstar where she is and where she needs us to be. Okay, yeah, that's, I'm not going to make you do the 25 words thing. City centre, many citizens injured, attacks in great forces, doing my best, hold them off. Your ship is being attacked at docks. Can hold okay, off okay. best as, is the response you kind of get back. So Moonstar yep. is in the um, city centre, and it sounds like that's where the reports from the other mages tell you that the, the most of the citizens of Gusthaven are trapped in the city centre. The shopping area, the Aethagora, the plazas, that kind of places. The docks, where the Twin Star is being held, as well as the Storm Chaser, that's the other place that's being attacked. You have to pick between... Oh, and then there's the Ethereum refineries. It sounds like um, these forces are actually attacking the refineries, destroying them, but also stealing Ethereum from them as well. Uh, That's what do you want to do? They're all uh, important. Yeah. They are. They are. They are. It's almost like I've made you choose. <laughs> Unless you want to split I'm, the pie. You could go to all three. Split the pie. Yeah. I'm going to cast Enlarge while we're here, just making a decision, just so I can stand as a shield over everybody. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, get ready to go. <laughs> yeah, while you're in this area, you can see that mages have like constructed these like barrier domes over the teleportation circle, and there's a lot of like innocent people who are like huddled here. Looks like they were you know waiting to be teleported out. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing their best to kind of keep this as a protected area of the city. But and it's not like the city's completely destroyed. You can see that there are definitely like buildings that have been damaged and attacked, and you can hear the sounds of battle. But Gusthaven has its own military. It has the you know its knights, which are out there fighting. It's just they're probably going to lose unless they get some support in some of these locations. If we can get to the docks, 
get Thalia and the Storm Chaser into the sky to help. That would be something. My worry is with the refineries, not only for the future... Leave the refineries to me, Lucius. I'll take my personal guard. We'll head to the refineries, see if we can't buy you some time, at least. If they explode, that would be extremely That's my worry. I think that whatever is happening here... The dock has air support. There's dragon in the sky. Do we want to go inside where that is not... The refineries are still exposed to the elements. The whole city is, Ayla. No matter where we go, those things are still going to be a problem. If you think that you have allies at the docks, ones who could help us, it may be that Azaria Perel is there. She's a very powerful mage as well, along with your companion, Thalia, and your ship. Whatever help we can get, we need. Then we go now, to the docks. That's what I say. All right. I'll take my guard to the Ethereum refineries and we can... Uh, Shepard, if you can go to the city center, just try and hold them off. Save as many people as you can. Uh, don't worry about the buildings. Use them Use them in any way you need to. We can always rebuild. Good luck, Sky Prince. keep yourself just hear safe. Another if roar. it's not safe there, get out and we will come later. We'll switch to there as soon as we're done. I'll buy you the time you need. And just with that, he kind of like goes off. You can see that these white griffins uh, are being pulled in and you can see like all of these elite looking armored knights, mages are all kind of like gathering up, waiting for the Sky Prince. They hand him his greatsword, his owl comes flying down, he gets on the back of a griffin, they all begin mounting up and they're going to take off, leaving you guys to rush to the docks. Uh, And I'm going to assume that you guys just make a run for it, right? You guys are just going to rush to get their ASAP. Uh, these guys have no legs. I mean, f- far enough that you won't be able to use a spell to get everyone there quickly. I don't want you to waste a spell slot. You know the streets well enough that you can pretty much fight your way through there. Uh, and for the sake of cinematic coolness, we'll say that you probably take care of like minor enemies and things like that along the way. You come across like some squads of these of these enemies. The enemies that you come across, apart from these giant metal dragons, um, they're humanoid, but many of them possess unusual kind of abilities. Some of them seem to have these great manta manta ray like wings that they glide through the city and they can spit acid and they've got weapons. Some of them have these like long whips. Ma- made of lightning uh, that they seem to be able to charge and then they have blades all of them wear Valkyrian colors but rather than Valkyrian symbol it is the symbol of Zarkira that they all yep. wear god damn what are and then do? you guys arrive at the docks Ooh. and oh I do have god. a little mappy wappy Oh, oh, we have a map. Ooh, a long time since okay. we had a little mappy wappy. I don't like the look of one of those. Mark, don't like the look of. You don't like the look of one of those dudes. I don't like no. the look of anything here. No. <laughs> uh, century big. Oh yeah, huge century. Oh big no! Time. I've just loaded <laughs> it. What is that? So, Why is it so, so big? <laughs> you guys Two fight your way there? to the docks. Various streets of Gusthaven partially collapsing. It seems that these giant draconics... As a point, as you're rushing through the city, there must be about four or five of these giant dragon things. Two of them in the docks. 
Uh, the other three are kind of like flying around. Uh, the dragon Felissa is chasing one of them that has basically had to completely avoid the city and is being pursued by this much bigger dragon that's just like rah, bearing down on it. Uh, you see fighting. The knights of Gusthaven are all kind of pulling. As soon as you come in and help them, they manage to like pull the citizens to safety or secure an area uh, and they kind of direct you down the, the clear paths that have been secured by their forces. Um, when you arrive, the docks, there is fighting everywhere, but you beeline towards the Storm Chaser, your crew. Uh, and when you come to the area where the ship was being repaired, Lillian Sprocket's shipwrighting company and the warehouse where the Twin Star is being held, you see that a great siege is taking place here. Two of these enormous draconic construct-like dragons perched on either end of the dock are firing these like mouth beams carving chunks out of the newly reinforced hull uh more of these uh kind of uh, electrified warriors oh, are kind of trying to board it they're trying to board on top of it with these electrified whips there are these uh, manta ray like flyers doing like drive-bys uh while these two large figures that seem to be covered in an almost like crab-like carapace are also attacking the warehouse where the twin star is being located one of these giant crab-like monsters is pounding on a magical barrier that's being created whilst two of these electrified soldiers are currently being pinned down by Azaria Perel, this this high elf woman dressed all in black, looking like a widower with this black veil, who is flying above the warehouse, just firing like magical bolts and fire bolts down at the enemies uh, before her, uh, kind of, you know, blasting down uh, whilst being preoccupied. Uh, the crew of the Storm Chaser is also fully engaged in the battle. You can see the, the wolf pack all armed with their new callous weaponry that you stole for them, uh, desperately just trying to fend off these giant dragons, trying to blast them with as much fire as possible. Penny is on the ballista, constantly rotating it around, trying to take shots at whatever she can, whilst Araya and Kamara are desperately trying to lead the crew from the ship's deck. And that, my friends, is what you see when you arrive here. Um, Damn. Uh, as a point, because I know people in chat are going to mention it, and I know some of you are probably thinking of it, the original event, the Avengers movie, when they're in New York with the Chitari attacking, is very much the vibe we're going for here. So, like, as you're running through the streets, there's, like, overturned wagons and, like, broken storefronts, and, you know, there are desperately, you know, ordinary people fighting and what? stuff. We're only at the first Avengers movie? Oh, yeah. we've got a long way to go, guys. Avengers Assemble. We've still got a long way to go. Yeah, we're yeah. right oh. there. Yeah. And yeah. I believe that I'm going to say those words, which, God, I've missed saying them. I haven't said them in so long. <laughs> we'll give you some time. Let's to roll play. initiative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll. Oh, not bad. Not Ooh. bad. Not bad. 18, Pretty good. Uh, 19, 20, We're speedy 21. boys. 21 for Nova. Sentry. Nice. 14. 14 for Sentry. Ayla. 22. 22. Kilek and Kalar. Uh, 16. 16. Lucius, Virian, Elowin, Elanasto. 18. 18. You guys are quick on the ball compared to the enemies, I'll tell you that. Uh, Ayla. Yeah combat instincts kick in you see all of these oh, enemies Christ. before you now unfortunately the storm chaser is 
kind of on the other side of one of these docks where it was being repaired. You've come in from the wrong angle. There is a bit of a gap. Uh, to one side, you can see that there's these two flying humanoids with these manta ray-like wings that are spitting acid down onto the wolf pack, but then perched at the top of all these crates and boxes at the far end of the dock is one of these giant dragon figures. On the other side, you can see the ship uh, with the dragon and one of these large armored Hulk-like figures and the warehouse with the twin star in it. Um, what would you like to do? Hmm. Okay. Let me just count my squares. <laughs> As a point, the flyers are both about 40 feet up in the air. The dragon is currently perched on um, like these cranes and boxes. It's probably about 20 feet up in the air. Um, but yeah, they all have wings, the, the construct dragons as well. They do look like they can fly. Um, so if I first I'll rage as a bonus action the lightning crackles up and down your arms and legs exploding around you can I um I'm just reading my hammer that's alright it's been a while Uh, so so after Ayla by the way Nova you'll be next then Lucius have a think about what you guys want to do I could get on to it. How far can I get? 45. Can I run forward and then use my hammer to jump 60 feet? Is it, yeah, is, is it just like a free action? Is it like a bonus action to activate? It doesn't or? say, it doesn't say what it, okay. it just so says just part of that I can spend a charge. Use it and sure. Then in that case, charge. yeah, you move move as you need to so um 20 60 so i could probably get to here on my turn up on the deck so you just watch ayla runs runs along the dock and then leaping charged with lightning with a hammer out sails like 60 feet through the air comes slamming down onto the deck of the storm chaser a few of the wolf pack kind of look around like fearing it's an enemy see that it's Ayla uh, you look over and just see Kamara in her new kind of Valkyrian black leather combat suit looks over what took you so long sorry I mean teleportation <laughs> supposed to be good right and then I will probably throw my hammer this turn at the dragon that I see sure like in front sure yeah, yeah. the dragon uh, which is currently near yeah. quite close to the storm chaser yep so I'm gonna throw the hammer I'm gonna hurl it okay so this is uh, cause it's um, only one target uh, just make the ring at the attack roll for the the last yeah. hit uh 13 plus 13 26 to hit. That will hit. Yep, that hits. So the hammer kind of flies through the air, charged with lightning, impacts into one of these like metal scales on the dragon. You hear this resounding kind of echoing thud. Uh, Um, Fourteen damage on the hammer itself. Hang on, wait a minute. 
<laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, 14 damage on the hammer, and then okay. um, lightning damage. So, ooh, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 lightning damage as it well. Stun- you see it kind of stutter. Uh, shudder backwards. Oh, sorry, it has to make a deck saving throw. Uh, Dice! Those would have been really good. Uh, It's alright, I can just do it on this. Uh, That's a fail, so it takes the full damage. Um, It kind of stumbles back uh, as it gets impacted, and it just turns to look at you now, Ayla. (laughs) As it reaches its (laughs) giant mouth open. Uh, What was that sound? Wow! It was a mecha. It was okay. a mecha dragon sound. Come on, it was a mecha dragon, guys. Oh yeah, y'all okay. never heard a mecha dragon before. Uh, do you know you're in a metal band? Mark? Sounds. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, um, it's kind of like the, to that the metal Egyptian chamber thing. reverberates it. It reverberates Hell, yeah. it. Right? So it's kind of like this, like echoing, mm. screechy uh, metal scream. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. So that's um, that's what Ayla does. She Me in the morning. Yep. Uh, so she, yeah, she, she, and then the hammer. she will jump 60 feet, throw the hammer, which turns into a bolt of lightning, and then comes back to her hand again. But that's my turn. Snaps back in. Nova Vija, you are up next. I'm going to go for Thalia. If we can get the twin star in the sky, then maybe we can use air support against these dragons. Yes. Are you okay, Quill? You appear to be very distressed right now. I'm very distressed. <laughs> Oh my god. Snap out of it! Hitched up Reaper noise. That'll do Imagine it. that. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, right. Nova. Awesome. I'm gonna dimension door. Um, I'm gonna dimension oh, yeah. door into. Well, I can. So I can dimension door somewhere I can see. So I can dimension door up to 500 yes. feet into the twin. You'll star. need to move a little bit because the ship is gonna block your line of sight currently. <laughs> Um, imagine because the ship is like a tall um, thing as well, it's kind of hovering. I don't, I don't need that with um, dimension door, do I? I can. You just, just said see. you need line of sight, um, didn't you? No, 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 no. Uh, you can teleport yourself you can from your current location to any so uh, you arrive exactly at the spot desired. You can be a place you can see, oh, okay. one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating oh. direction. So I want to Perfect. be on the so, twin yeah. star longboat up to five hundred feet, though. If it's more yeah. than five hundred feet, like. I'm not going to put you on the twin star, but you're basically, yeah, you're you're beside it inside the the hangar where it's being stored. Um, when you appear in it, it this isn't uh, when you appear inside. You narrowly are yanked down. You feel a kind of green hand kind of pull you down as various blasts of lightning and acid sail overhead. Um, Astalia like yanks you down. Uh, where there's, uh, they've formed like a barricade of wooden boxes. Um, you can see like a upturned desk with like schematics all over on the floor. Uh, beside her is Kyrie, who is currently holding what appears to be like a magic wand, uh, and Big Cat, who's kind of hunched next to Kyrie. And then Thalia's got two, uh, her two spell spell pistols, kind of like pressed up against it, very action movie style. Um, and she's just like, "Hi." <laughs> she kind of like looks over to you. It's just like, wasn't quite expecting you to be back so soon. Um, bit of a problem. And you can see that they are being attacked by several more of these creatures inside. Oh my god. Uh, these Tom, electric the and flying creatures. Get out of the room. Get out of the room. No, it's, um, look, it's okay. I muted myself. That's yeah, fine. He can just mute himself. Go on, Kim. I can't take the visual. Uh, you so turn we're, your we're camera off. 
<laughs> okay. We're outside of the ship? Uh, yes. Are, so are the outside? twin star, okay. the twin star doesn't appear like it's has power. It's it's not doing anything. It's inert. Um, uh, yes, a bit of a problem. Uh, and then Thalia kind of whips up and then ducks back down. What do you want to do? Uh, uh, so action, what if I, move. What if I tell the what if I teleport us straight onto the ship? Can we power it up and blast no, these doesn't, guys? Doesn't, no, the uh, problem. Uh, darling, first first thing I tried, something's wrong with the Twin Stars engines. Uh, it, it needs like a jump start or something. I can't get any power to go through to the engines. You just call me darling. I'm worried that uh, we'll have to sort this out. Okay. something to it. Oh, for. Okay. Um. I think for now that's all I can do. I um run. I'm out so you've got a bonus action left. Bonus actions yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah and I move action, but I guess you don't want to move. Okay. Lucius. I don't want to move. They might shoot me. Yep. Lucius is going to cast fly on himself at third level. Oh, yeah. He's just going to cool. do it on himself. <clears throat> sure. He's so you watch as Lucius just kind of hovers up. Whoosh. His robes fluttering in the wind. He's going to get out his captain's command and point it forward as he flies forward. What is my what's my fly speed? Is it sixty? Uh, sixty, I believe, with the spell. Yes. So that was five, ten, fifty, twenty-five, thirty-five, forty-five, fifty-five. So I'm about here. Okay. I'm going to use the bonus action of this to speak very loudly to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Storm Tracer crew! We are here! That's the captain! Band together! I've just paid for this upgrade! Don't waste it! <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of a confused look, all the Storm Tracers. It's like, it's Captain Lucius! It's Captain Lucius! Captain Lucius is here! He's come to help us! And then you kind of say that out. And like everyone kind of like looks up at like that, that last thing, and you see a rise just like, you heard the captain, ah! and she kind of like lets out a cheer, and they are all like, yeah! and there's a big cheer that goes round. Um, Kamara just kind of gives you like a single salute, looking up towards you. Yeah, and that's my go because it's that's an your action. move action and and uh, bonus action done. Uh, Kilek and Kalar followed by Sentry. You guys are literally all going first before anybody else. I really wish they cool didn't vision. run off because uh, I was going to a beacon of hope. Um, oh, too bad. Well, no. Too bad, so sad. In that case, uh, I am going to fly as well. Not looking quite as cool as Lucius. Oh, I mean, 60 a feet bird. fly. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. But with you a did, metal with, wing. <laughs> cloak and everything and you've shouted at the crew and I'm just like oh, I can help. okay I'll do it too <laughs> um, and yeah I will beacon of hope from where I am so everything within 30 feet of me currently so Lucius and some of these storm chaser crew I guess <laughs> uh, so you basically get Kamara and four of the storm chaser crew and Lucius and Lucius yeah okay uh and that's Anything pretty else? much me. All right. Sentry on the other side of the docks. All your friends have either flown or jumped away uh, or teleported away. What does Sentry do? Big, big Sentry. Big old Sentry. Sentry's going to uh, run uh, 
5, turn 15, 20, jump off the edge of the docks, and then cast a uh, misty step to get to the rest of the get to the boat. Okay, this yeah, really okay, off. that's easy. <laughs> oh, thank yeah, God! I thought like... she was going to. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to risk you. I'm going to swim. Uh, yeah. So yeah, with the teleport, you just watch as the misty step essentially jumps off, and there is a moment where she starts to fall long before she's going to hit the boat, <laughs> and like you think, like, oh no, she's going to go straight down because that's not ocean, that's sky, because you're in the sky yep. city. And you yeah. just whoosh and teleport and appear kind of cool pose on the storm chaser uh, next to uh, Kamara, no. um, who has to kind of like jump out of your way a little bit as you reform. Uh, so that's move <laughs> oh, and bone section. Um, uh, no, I'd much I'm rather like... you were here, Sentry. <laughs> and then can I cast uh, Ice Storm uh, towards uh, the dragon over there Ice on the storm? opposite side? What is uh, this one? Okay, so uh, read out Ice Storm for me. Ice Storm. So it, a little while. Uh, so it's a 300 foot by 20 foot range. A uh, hail of rock and ice pounds the ground in a 20 foot radius, 40 foot high, tall cylinder, set on a point within range. Uh, each creature must make a deck save throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. And then hailstone okay. stones turn the area into difficult terrain until the difficult end of your next turn. Good to know. So what kind of saving throw was it, sorry? Dexterity save. Nope, that's fine. Well, it's a failure. Um, roll the bludgeoning damage for me. The ice that okay. forms around it, the cold damage, seems to have no effect. As the cold rains down, the, the frost just kind of patterns across its metal hide and doesn't seem to hinder it in any way it just seems to almost absorb okay. the cold energy um, but the bludgeoning damage of these giant chunks of ice and rock kind of slamming down does have some effect um, nice so just roll the bludgeoning damage for me cool got 10 damage for that one 10 points of damage um, halved a little bit because unfortunately the bludgeoning damage is not magical but you do see this thing kind of like gets pummeled on its back these giant chocolate you know, rocks of ice, and then it just kind of flicks its wings open as its mouth kind of like roars as its neck whips around uh, in rage at being harmed uh, by these giant chunks of ice. Technically, that was two spell slots in a turn. I'm not going to worry about it because it was cool. Uh, it was only a misty step, but I'm not going to worry about it. Yes. Okay, have I run out of a reaction now that I've taken bonus action action no you still have reactions you still have reactions you have reactions uh you can take one reaction and then you get your reaction back at the start of your next turn can i as sentry is casting that spell ice storm mm -hmm. convert it with chromatic control to acid it's oh. one of your true two types you absolutely can oh shit okay that's, that's so cool, cool. so roll the acid roll the cold damage which is now acid damage because that does have an effect so you watch oh, as the ice begins forming over the dragon's back and it begins kind of like you can see it's not really having much effect lucius you raise out your hands and you see the colors you see that beautiful blue of the ice magic that sentries uh you know conjuring and you kind of pull out some of the orange from your own clothing. You pull out some of the blue from your own clothing, forming these kind of like globules of magic. And then you slam them together and you watch as that blue magic of the ice transforms into orange, as that snow and the ice becomes globs of acid. Ooh. How much damage was it, Sentry? 16 damage. 
So that does take an effect. Nice. See the acid pits and melts, awesome. um, chipping away at the metal form of the dragon, and this time it really does seem to <laughs> get uh, in pain and, and reaction from that as it does nice. so. Awesome. Nice one, Luke. Very cool. cool. Amazing. Uh, I think right, we should enemies... use that kind of spell from here on. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> right, nice two one. flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Two of these manta ray winged like humanoids fly up, chasing after Quill and Lucius, kind of <sighs> flying between the currents. They open their mouths. They're both going to try and spit acid at both of you. Um, I really should have got my dice. Uh, this is going to be spit acid. Uh, it can replace one of its attacks. Uh, 19 to hit you, Quill. Ah, oh, yep. Uh, and then it's going to throw a javelin at you. For oh. 24 to hit. Wowzers. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're going to take 11 acid damage from the acid spit. And. Okay. Seven points of piercing damage from the javelin. This acid kind of sprays over like your back. The javelin nearly pierces through your wing. You manage to tuck and roll, but you still get harmed by these two attacks as this thing flies after you. Lucius, same attack against you. Uh this actually uh that's a seven to hit you with the acid you managed to kind of pull yourself out of the way as the acid flies past your face um as this this creature just spits this gross glob of acid at you and then a six as the javelin as you dodge out the way of the first one you kind of pull yourself back the swirling magic around you this color of blue and orange propelling you through the air you dodge to either side Holy crap lucius just didn't get hit at all on a turn from an enemy he didn't what? yeah Mom, the, the dragons go. What's their fly speed? 90 feet. <laughs> the first dragon flies from one end of the dock. It flies up into the air and positions itself, you know, hovering up in the air, uh, looking down, keeping Quill, Lucius, one of the Wolfpack members, Kamara, Sentry, and another of the Wolfpack members in a line. Uh, it opens its mouth and this red hot beam of light comes out of it. I need all of you guys to make uh, radiant breath, uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, this is not a spell, it's dragon's breath. This is not the same thing what's, as a spell. Um, what save, sorry? Uh, dexterity. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, 14 for me. I gotta make a bunch of, let's see, one, two of the wolf pack here. No, they'd be proficient in this, I think. All right, one succeeds, one fails. Uh, Kamara is much higher, actually. What does the Beacon of Hope do, Thomas? Uh, it. I don't believe it helps here. I think it's Wisdom saves. It helps with. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, Sentry, what do you get on your Dexterity saving throw? I get. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't help here. 9, 10, 11. But with my shield master, I can add a plus 2 to my de- to a deck save. So, yeah, is that like a reaction to use? That's a shield master reaction, yeah. Um, okay, so you're going to spend your reaction to give yourself that plus 2? Yeah, so that's 8, 9, 11, 12, 13. 13, okay. Um... <clears throat> Um, so Lucius uh, you managed to kind of again 
you know, using this magic of this fly spell, this new spell, you push yourself out of the way. You're going to take half damage. Um, one of the wolf pack also manages to roll out of the way. They take no damage because I'm going to give all of the wolf pack the evasion ability. So if they manage to succeed in the save, they've basically ducked and rolled out of cover. Protects them oh, against cool. like big enemy spells. Um, cool. After the meteor swarm, I like to think they've all been training at dodging magic attacks <laughs> against them. Uh, Fair <laughs> enough. Which I think makes sense. Uh, but uh, Kamara. Quill and one of the other wolf packs are all taking, and Sentry are all taking uh, full damage. Is it Take an effect? Twenty-six rage. Um, is it that does half damage on uh, a success? I'm going to say this isn't a spell. It is okay. a, it is an effect that does half damage on it. If you succeed on a dexterity saving throw, it does do half damage. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Is there anything about that that I should know? It says um, on my um, shield master. Um, if an effect allows yeah. half damage on a success, I can use my reaction to take no damage from that. Do you want to do that instead of giving yourself the bonus to AC then? Because you didn't know that at that time. Um, I think it's also... included. I think it's... Okay, just, so um... it's all part of the same thing. It's all part Isn't of the that same only thing, if you pass yeah. it, though? Um, yes, that's, you if you succeed, you take no damage. Can you... I don't know. If, I don't think it says that. If you aren't if you aren't incapacitated, you can add your shield's AC bonus to any deck saving throw you make against effects that target only you. If an effect allows yep. half damage on a success, you can use your reaction to take no damage. Yeah, so, so that's it doesn't um, say about whether I save or not, or if I. The other tricky thing with that is it doesn't just target you. This is targeting a lot of creatures right, in okay. a line, so it's not just targeting I you think. as a thing. We'll look into this for next week. I will check it, and then yeah. I'll get back to you, because there may be an errata on this as well, so I'll check yeah. that. For now, no 26 radiant damage, or 13 radiant damage uh, for Lucius and the other Wolfpack member. Um, the Kamara and the Wolfpack member definitely don't look like good after that. They kind of have to throw themselves to the side. Like, this beam of light scorches their arms and their limbs. Um, I also need Lucius to make a concentration saving throw for his fly spell. Oh, that's calm, right? That is a, just a constitution saving throw. 16. That's enough. Yeah, you, you managed to kind of keep control of your flight spell as you just managed oh. to tuck and roll away from this damage. Um, that is, that's dragon's <laughs> go. The next dragon is going to come and it, it's going to fight Ayla uh, and it's going to not use its breath weapon. It's just going to do a some one-two one smackaroo of its own. Uh Oh, also it uses its malevolent. It's going to use its malevolent presence as a free action. Uh, Ayla and two of the Wolfpack crew members, I need you to make wisdom saving throws. Damn. I rolled a nat 20 the one time that I needed it as well. So that is. 21! That's the first time I've succeeded anything, wisdom. When this thing gets closer to you, Ayla, you feel like this whispering in your mind, this kind of... You feel, like, angry, and you're looking around like you want to fight something, and, and, and but you kind of hold it down. You you can, you can know that this is some Zarkira bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> but you know that this is some Zarkira bullshit trying to get in your head. Um, the other Wolfpack crew member beside you kind of does the same thing. He, like, slams his head a few times. He's like, ah, shut up. Um, but then you look to the left, and the other one, the one who failed, you see their eyes kind of glaze over, and they pull a blade out, and they start looking towards you, Ayla. Um, 
birds immune to it. Creature charm this way, fix it on a creature. Okay, on each of its turns. Um, then the dragon is going to attack you properly, Ayla. Uh, so that's just its malevolent presence. Um, so it makes three attacks, two with its claws, one with its tail. So first attack from its claws, a 17 to hit. I'm going to assume that misses. No. On a 19 to hit. Just, yeah. That does hit. Uh... How much damage? Uh, you're going to take 11 points of damage, halved to five, because uh, you are raging. Um, and then its tail. So one claw swipes overhead. The second one manages to kind of connect with you. You're fending it off with the hammer, pushing against its strength. And then its great metal tail comes slamming down as well. Uh, only a 14. You manage to kind of deflect that away as this thing tries to send a flurry of attacks against you, but none of them quite manage to get through. Uh, just yet um, uh, the dragon is not flying so it does actually get to attack with its wings as well so it will attack you with its great metal wings and that also misses so you're, I'm, I just rolled terribly three threes in a row uh, or like a <laughs> bunch of threes in a row terrible um, but yeah you're kind of fending off this dragon as it's clawing up the side of the storm chaser trying to get at this this foe that's attacked it um, as it does so. and now it's uh, right next me. <laughs> oh yeah, it wants to be there. Uh, one of these large brutes jumps up, this giant armored crab-like figure pulls itself up onto the deck of the Storm Chaser and it's going to move to engage Sentry. And with its giant claws, it's going to make two attacks against you, Sentry. Um, first one is a seven. That's a miss. Uh, it just doesn't even penetrate through your armor. Second one is a twelve. Grips you with both sides. Why no break? Why no break? <laughs> As it just can't get through. Uh, Nova, you see one of these things like banging on this like pr- like this barrier that's been erected over the entrance, and then it seems to like stumble back. Look, looks at the wooden wall next to the barrier. Oh. <laughs> and it comes crashing through the wooden wall instead. Um, that's going to be its whole turn. That's going to be its whole turn to do. Uh, and then a bunch of these other little figures. They mainly engage the uh, crew of the Storm Chaser, except for these two who are going to move up and get in position, readying attacks against uh, Nova and Thalia. Uh, and that, my friends is where we're going to end today's episode at the start of a brand new round uh, ready for the crew and Thalia and that to go um, Ooh. Yeah, oh my god we're pick up next week all kicking off nice. oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Good Lord. awesome thanks very much everybody for watching the episode thank you for all your support and donations thank please you. do check out our sponsor D&D Beyond remember to use oh, that yeah. link um, if you create an account if you subscribe if you do anything after clicking that link, it's a huge help for us because it shows that you you came to the site from us and then you engage with it. It's, it's a whole algorithmic thing. Um, thing. Please do that. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. be back next week. Hopefully, Curse of Strahd next week. Uh, we took this week off because a lot of people were busy, but we're going to play it by ear. A lot of people have been very busy. Stick, stay tuned on our Twitter for that. Um, and then more Eroes next Sunday is the plan. Uh, that's it. That's it. Put me back in my cryo chamber, please. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B